times of universal deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. Welcome back, anybody out there that's listening, to part 11 of COVID and controlled chaos and another episode of This Is Why I Drink. Honestly, this series now could purely be titled Controlled Chaos because every time I look at the news recently and see spikes in cases in the United States, it's complete and total BS as far as the way they're approaching it. And I've said this many times. It is pure fear-mongering. Pure fear-mongering. Where people will try to say, no, it's a deadly virus. It's a deadly virus. Yeah. I'm not saying it hasn't had take I should say I I shouldn't say it hasn't taken a few more lives this year than any other disease has because we we just added an extra disease. We added an extra disease to the spectrum of everything else that we already deal with and whenever you add another factor you're going to have different or increased results. And the reason I say that is due to the fact that I listened to a really, really good and very informative uh, video last night where I started digging in early this morning and a little bit over lunch before I decided to record this newest episode because I've waited almost a week. And the numbers are spot on where the number of excess deaths over the actual mortality rate in the United States are only 2% higher of those that would have died within the next 12 to 18 months anyway that were hitting the median age of 78, which is the average life expectancy of somebody in the United States. And that, I, sorry, I, I get a little, I don't want to say blank, just ticked off at this information due to the fact that since Early January, when coworkers of mine would walk by my office and say, have you seen about this coronavirus? Have you seen how bad it is over in China? And then I'd look it up and do the research on it, and I'm thinking, this is not going to be that much of a big deal compared to everything else that we have outside of the fact that it's easier to transmit. And if it's something that has to deal with a respiratory issue, then it's going to affect older people, people with lung problems already, morbidly obese people, so on and so forth, which are all of the deaths that we've seen. And that's why it cracks me up when people say, but it's so bad, it's so bad. It's not, it's really not. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it right now because... It's idiotic to continuously beat our heads against a brick wall. The people that want to drink the Kool-Aid of fear, of division, and believe every single thing that the mainstream media is telling them are the ones who are still driving COVID-19. I don't... out Other than to pick apart the fallacies and the blatant idiocy and one-sided level of propaganda from the mainstream media I hate it 
I absolutely hate watching and listening to the mainstream media because I know it's going to be nothing but extreme leftism. Even Fox is going that way now. Outside of Tucker, pretty much everybody else on Fox is going to the extreme left, and that's because they're owned by Disney now. I mean, Disney bought them back in March of 2019. So if you have an organization that is just completely engulfed in scandal pedophilia child sex trafficking and has had at least 25 people since 2016 indicted and thrown in jail for either at bare minimum child porn if that company then owns fox you can damn well be sure that fox news is going to go extreme leftist Left tards run the media right now, and too many people don't realize that. So, back to what I want to talk about today. The title of this episode is The DNC and Pedogate. I'm, I'm going to cut back to two we, uh, shows per week just because I have a lot of other things to work on, and I'm going to try to cut down the time so I can be more focused, hopefully, un- unlike the way I started this one. To start off, when we're talking about how I ended last week with Heavy Heart and talking about Cannon Hinnant, there were multiple children last week and over the weekend that were killed by adults, just shot, beaten to death, and what have you. And a lot of people on my friends list on Facebook, which I keep them on there because I believe that they can be turned around once cranium is removed from rectum a lot of people started trying to use those other deaths as propaganda machines and race baiting i'm not kidding it was it was disgusting to look at and see because they would they would say oh yeah where's the outrage for this little child where's the outrage for this black kid where's the outrage for this you closet racist nobody said those things weren't just as horrible And they are, and I went off on anybody that harms a child, anybody that abuses a child. I'm not talking about spanking because the child is in trouble. I'm talking about true abuse, especially murdering kids. You should be strung up in the town square. End of story. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You should be strung up in the town square. And now we have idiots out there in public on social media that are legitimately posting things that state map pride i didn't know what map stood for until this last weekend and apparently map stands for what is it i just went i just lost it minor attracted person have you noticed how they're starting to try to make everything on the extreme left that is absolutely fucking god awful sound okay has anybody else noticed that they're trying to continuously normalize things that are horrific and awful map for god's sake this person posted map pride and said screw it whatever map pride i'll share the photo on my social media accounts for the podcast after i get done recording this and 
I was like, what the hell is MAP? And then I saw the LGBTQ XYZ supercalifragilisticexpialidocious fucking flag next to his post. And I was like, oh, this has got to be bad. So I looked it up. Minor attracted person. You've got to be shitting me. There are, on Amazon Prime, for God's sake, there's a documentary talking about how pedophilia is a mental disorder. No, it's not. I can honestly say with every ounce of my being, I have never once in my life looked at a young kid and said, hot. No, that's weird. That's not okay. That's disgusting. You don't do that to children. And there is obviously a far left, and I will again say this, covert shadow right side agenda that is trying to get Trump out of office because one of his biggest focal points is human trafficking. Moving on to the DNC, that's why I'm bringing this up. This has, the DNC had nothing to do with policies for people, uniting people, nothing. It was pure attack against Trump on all fronts. That's all it was. It was just attacking Trump on all fronts. And the two people I'm going to talk about right now are Michelle Obama and AOC. First off, Michelle Obama, she brought up the migrant children in cages being torn from their families and tried to just bash Trump at every move. Now, the reason I'm talking about this is due to the fact that anybody who listens to my show knows I try to go look at both sides of the aisle and find true fact and talk about things that will actually help us as a country to get back on track. I'll bash Trump if I have to on certain things, if he acts like a dumbass. Unfortunately, right now, like I said, we are in a battle of extremism. We are in a battle against the extreme left that flip-flops constantly and does nothing but cause more anger and division, and they can get away with anything they want. Yet, as soon as somebody like me would stand up publicly and oppose it, I'm going to be called a racist. I'm going to be called a misogynist. Even though I've given the platform and the opportunity to speak facts, I will destroy every one of you on the left. So back to Michelle. Number one, that destroys her argument. The facilities that she was talking about were built under the Obama-Biden administration in the fiscal year of 2015, which means it went back into 2014 when they were originally built. So, number one, suck it, Michelle. This one's on your husband. Number two, since early 2017, when Trump came into office, he stated that one of his administration's primary focuses is to wipe out human trafficking, especially sex trafficking of children. Now, with that being said, and with as shady as we know, number one, our government can be, and that's being exposed further and further since he's been in office. Number two, knowing how shady Mexico's government can be, Do you think that anybody is going to make it easy for Trump to find out who's committing all of these sins and atrocities when it comes to human trafficking? So if Trump has stated at least five different times since 2017 that one of his administration's primary focuses is to rid the world of human trafficking and especially sex trafficking of children, 
wouldn't it make sense to separate minors from adults when they're coming across the border illegally so that then in turn you can go back and do everything within your power to fact check and paper and track the paper trail if there is one or at least use resources you have at your disposal to find out if the adult that these kids are coming across the border with are truly their parents or if they're smugglers because we also know children have been used as mules for drugs to be smuggled across the border in the past so with all that being said it's going to take more time to be able to find out if these kids are being sex trafficked, used as mules, if they're the actual children of the adults coming across the border, or if they have been stolen and are getting ready to be sold into slavery as a, as a, well, sex slave. Sorry, I had to hold back because it's disgusting. That's going to take more time. So when people talk about how Trump has kept these kids and adults separated and in quote-unquote cages for months on end... There's a reason, people. If one of his administration's biggest functions and focuses is to get rid of human trafficking and knowing how much this shit has been covered up for, it looks like a few centuries now across the world, it's going to take more time to be able to find all that because he's got to be able to find a way to infiltrate the rings where all of this occurs. He's got to be able to find ways to tap into their information. And ultimately he's got to be able to find out who's calling all the shots so that he can take them down and stop it. So when people say this is inhumane that they're being kept here, it's not ideal. I'll give you that. I'll 100% give you that. I'm not going to call it inhumane because I think a kid would rather be sleeping in a sleeping bag or on a cot than getting railed by an adult as a sex slave. Call me crazy. I think that a kid would probably be happier bunking it than being used as a sex slave and never, ever having the childhood they should have. So again, suck it, Michelle. Your arguments are shit. And anybody that's done their research also knows that Barack Obama and Bill Clinton were on the official flight logs to Epstein's island and Trump was not. I'll get into more about how Trump has been done with Epstein for a long time in the next episode. And I'll even post a 46-minute phenomenal episode on my Facebook and on my Twitter that goes into a lot of detail about how Trump has really started to fight this stuff. Now to AOC. I'm uh, I'm going to sound like I'm defending her, and on this point I will admit that I am. And it's due to the fact that AOC says a lot of stupid stuff. She really does. On this point, she didn't say anything stupid, yet, unfortunately, news outlets tried to jump on it to mock her and make fun of her without understanding procedure when it comes to national conventions for presidential candidates. As soon as I heard what she said in her endorsement of Bernie Sanders, I thought, that doesn't make any sense. She can't, I mean, I know she's stupid. She can't be that stupid. So I started doing some research and looking up why she would say that. 
Unfortunately, other massive media outlets did not do their research, and a lot of people that are trusted as news outlets on social media on the right or in the middle didn't do their research either. AOC had to go on to the Democratic National Convention's platform and give her endorsement for Bernie Sanders because he received more than 300 delegates of support when he was running for president. Now, per the rules of the presidential race, she has to do that so then in turn Bernie Sanders can turn his delegates over to Joe Biden. So when people are bashing her and saying, oh my God, she doesn't even know who she's supporting. She does. It was procedural. She had to do it. Okay. She's not the biggest fan of Biden by any means. She's admitted that one um, with comments like it's going to be uncomfortable trying to come together under this, so on and so forth. Yet she hates Trump more. So that's why she's doing it. So guys, don't bash AOC on this one. Does it suck that I have to defend her? Yeah, because I don't think she's good for the country. While at the same time, she didn't do anything wrong on this. So don't make fun of her. And lastly, as I wrap up, because again, I'm trying to cut these shorter now. The the DNC's entire platform is divide and conquer. There's no unity. There's no true policy for people. Because if people think that, well, giving free everything to to our nation's population right now is a good idea, it's a terrible idea. We have a lot to fix before we can ever even cross that bridge. And people that think it's going to happen in a four-year stretch of Joe Biden or one year if he makes it and then Kamala Harris takes over, which is a fucking nightmare to think about, it's not going to happen. That's going to take decades to fix. And again, it's going to take voting every one of these dipshits out of office as soon as possible and getting people in there that actually care about this country. Nobody in office, or I shouldn't say nobody, very, very few people in office right now on the national and federal scale actually care about this country. Hell, very few people that are running states care about this country. Most of them just want to make sure they keep getting lobbyist checks because that's how they became rich. Other than that, they're worthless to this country. And look at Ayanna Presley. She wanted to legalize sex work last year, and this year she is actually in the last few weeks come out and said she wants to bring unrest into the streets. She is calling for violence by using the word unrest, and she said to target Trump supporters. Yet she's supposed to be this progressive, for equality, independent female with black skin. Never once on this show have I ever said, go take out a left hard. Not one time. They incite these things regularly. Clinton did it back in 2016. Biden's done it since he was in office. He called Antifa good people. And if you actually, up until recently, say a week and a half ago, tried to go to Antifa's website, antifa.com, I'll post these videos as well. But if you try to go to Antifa.com's website, it would take you to the Biden-Harris donation website. Now, they've since shut it down, thank God, and it just says you can't find this platform. It's not available. 
yet it used to try to take you to the Biden-Harris donation platform. So, guys, stop fighting Trump right now. He's not the problem. He's an asshole. He's not the problem. Leftists don't want equality. They want to turn this into a totalitarian dictatorship that is run by a small group of elites. And it's almost there. It's literally almost there. That's why I say we got to get everybody out of office. And you guys know when I went through the episode called specifically left tards, I went through why I call them left tards. Well, this was nailed home by Ben Shapiro because in a video I watched of him last weekend, he nailed it where he said, I don't call I don't call Democrats liberals. Liberals are not leftists. He said, and leftists are not liberals. He's like, no, liberals just want to be able to talk about different things. They want to be able to talk about different ideologies. They, they want to discuss new options. It's like, that's not a leftist. He said, liberals are not leftists. True liberals are not leftists. I call anybody that wholeheartedly aligns with the Democrat policies of the Democrat Party a leftist because that is true extremism and that is the far left and I was like this is what I've been saying since day one this is what I've been saying since day one stop calling them liberals they're leftists liberals actually care about the country they just want to see some new options leftists don't leftists just want power and they get and they're trying to gain power through creating chaos and anarchy to try to blame it on Trump when it is actually the Democrat party causing it and again the spineless shadow republicans that are involved in the child trafficking and other such shady dealings wake up people 2020 elect the 2020 election should be plain as day simple it should not be, there shouldn't be any guessing. If you vote for the left, you are voting for the destruction of the nation you are born and raised in and believe in. Stop it. Stop it. Folks, this is not hard. And we've got to stop backing shit like having drag queen story time, strippers dancing on poles in grade schools with most of the fathers looking appalled and the mothers clapping vigorously with their little daughters next to them like, that could be you, sweetie. Stop it. All of this extreme leftism that people are labeling progressive is destroying our country. It's not doing any good. I have no problem with somebody who's gay. I do have a massive problem with pushing the LGBTQXYZ, whatever the hell you want to call it, agenda on children. Let kids be kids, for God's sake. Stop forcing them into a world that is going to warp the shit out of their precious little minds. 
Let them just be kids. I canceled my Disney Plus membership. I'm, I love Marvel. Absolutely love all the Marvel movies. I canceled it because of all the shit that I've been seeing about them trying to push bisexualism and LGBTQ agendas into cartoons for kids. No, not, not going to happen. Wake up. There's one choice in 2020 because right now the two that are really running the show are Trump and Biden as far as the options go. If we had somebody in the middle who was a better option to be able to start making change, true change for the better, I'd vote for them. We just don't have that person right now. The, the lesser of the two evils is Trump. Folks, make... God, this is not hard and I love this country. I really do. Wake up. Have a good couple days. I'll talk to you soon. And through me, the blind become sighted. This is why I drink. Take care.